0: Welcome to the Tarot Craft Podcast. I'm Alison Jean, a tarot enthusiast from Australia. Please join me on this journey into the mystic depths of tarot and divination. You can find the link to the transcript of this episode in the show notes or go to my blog at tarotcraft.com. That's T-A-R-O-T-C-R-A-F-T dot com. Today we are talking to Emily Muniz. The creator of the simplicity tarot deck emily is a new york native who started to dive into the world of tarot and spirituality over 20 years ago following her passion after finishing her ba in business she decided to take on divination as a full-time career now with over 11 years of divining full-time for a living she has decided to help others with tarot through its art and its teaching as a tarot instructor The Simplicity Tarot has had a successful Kickstarter launch in February 2020 and will be published by U.S. Games later in 2020. So I'm here with Emily, who is the creator of Simplicity Tarot. Thanks so much for coming on. Um, My first question is, can you um, pronounce your name correctly for me, please?
1: (laughs) Emily. Emily Muniz. Emily. My mother was just trying to be extra special and added an I-E instead of the Y. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah. Some of us have special spellings of our names. I changed the spelling of my name. Um. Anyway, so I've we were just speaking before we started recording that you've reached another stretch goal for the Simplicity Tarot. Congratulations. Yeah. Really thank you. I'm so
1: excited. I'm just like... Is it I'm in shock still, but I'm just so excited and just I can't believe we did it, you know. And now we on to the third stretch goal. We just revealed um a new card yesterday and we just revealed a new card that will be added to everyone's deck today. So thank you so much. It's so exciting.
0: Right on time too. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm really thrilled for you. This is it's it's such a special thing. So what made you decide to create a tarot deck?
1: Um. so what made me decide to create the tarot deck? Well, first, um, I'm, a, I'm a professional tarot reader. I've been reading um full time professionally for 11 years. I've been reading tarot for over 20. I started as a tween, <laughs> most like everyone, I guess. But um, in my professional reading, a lot of people want to learn how to empower themselves through tarot and receive their own answers and information, and they want to learn how to read tarot. So I was it was an idea I had for a long time. I want to teach tarot. I love it, but I want to teach it through my own recreating of the kind of the right-of-way deck, but in a simple yeah. way so they could get it. So. Everybody was asking me, teach me tarot. I don't have time. <laughs> so I was like, let yeah. me just create a tarot deck. You know, <laughs> let me create a tarot deck that could really help <laughs> people read tarot, um, kind of revamp it with some light colors, white background. So it won't, it'll kind of just break that stigma that tarot's negative or bad. And it'll kind of pull them in and give them a peaceful way of reading so they could really enjoy the experience. So I came up with Simplicity Tarot with the keywords, and there
0: you go. <laughs> it was about that, how did, trying to teach people how, how to learn tarot. How did you decide on the keywords? Because, I mean, you could write a book about each card. So how did you narrow down? I think you've got two keywords on each card. Yeah, two keywords on each card. How did I, na- well, I already had a course.
1: <laughs> but I think um, the way I read read tarot and teach, it's like compound words, right? So I already have them there. So yes. I just think I chose the keywords on what I would think will be the most common one word for the card, you know, um mm-hmm. the most common thing. And it was it was pretty easy. Um I also teach my daughter, she's a teenager. <laughs> that helped influence like which was the, the keyword to
0: use as well. Yeah. Yeah, dropping out just a little bit. Um, one of the things that um, I noticed um, straight away is the back of the card. Um, so I'm wondering if you can tell us how you decided on the design for the back of the card. And also, I know that red roses have a significance for you. Oh, yeah. And they also and the appear card. on the back. Could you talk about that a little?
1: Did you see the new card that was just revealed? No, I haven't seen it yet. Oh, you gotta—you <laughs> will understand where everything came if you just looked at that new card. It's called the spiritual guide card, right? Uh-huh. So our second—the yes. second stretch goal was the spiritual guide—um—guide card that just got revealed, and that was my Hitana. Um, I practice a yeah. um, so she's one of my spiritual guides, and I created this tarot deck in her honor, right? We kind of made some pats here. I told her if she gets me to that second stretch goal, I will share her with the world and she'll travel. So roses mm-hmm. is a really big thing with me. It's tied into my spirituality. I created a card after her. Um, so that's where all of that came from. It's my hitana. And she's dressed in red. She likes roses. Um, and she's my spiritual guide for divination and um, helping others. You know, So my personal friends all know about her. She they ha- She has a shrine here in my house. They bring her things, you know, so she had a great influence on the designing of the deck and even my own branding as well, you know. Um, So Mm. I incorporate her into everything I do um, with divination. She just helped me so much throughout my whole life. So there you go. It's very personal to me. I'm glad you caught that. It's a beautiful story. Yeah. It is. You're going to love the next card because I had my artist just draw her in detail. So it's exactly
0: her you know with her pissed yeah yeah oh that's amazing oh that's that's so great <laughs> <laughs> um can, can I in well from coming like me coming from sort of a, a I don't know basically like white middle class kind of background when I learned about spirit guides it was very much in the sort of the, the pagan European tradition and that's a bit Different to, um, I guess the how spirit guides are seen in yeah. sort of Caribbean traditions. Can you talk a little bit yeah. about that?
1: It um, Spiritismo. Well, I don't, I, I, don't really know how the spirit guides is in um, paganism, so I can't compare them. Um, but I know these are guides that walk with us when since we are born, you know, and they basically guide us through every step of the way we serve them food we serve them different alcohols we make different pets with them so they can um, help us throughout the way and literally we treat them like they're part of the family like to us they're very real you know uh we smell them we hear them we see them physically like literally they're part of our family and we cater to them just like that we talk to them so when you're seeing a, a a doll right um It's not just a doll to us. It's attached to it. It's a symbolism for a spirit that walks with with us. It just helps us connect better to it because we got something that represents them physically, right? Um, So that's part of it. I don't know if they do that with the paganism, but we treat them like they're family members, you know, cater for them and everything. Mm -hmm. Tend them. (laughs)
0: Yeah. Yes, I understand. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's really, so they that's elevating right. us
1: while we elevating their spirit and illuminating their spirit. And this why I kind of uh the pat was important for me. I know that she wants other people to recognize the the gypsy spirits, the Hitana. So I was like, mm. hey, you help me do this. I hope you travel the world. Everybody will know about you, you know. So it was she's a very free spirit. She likes to travel the world. So I knew that would be something very attractive to her that she will help me because she will be helping herself too. You understand?
0: So it's an exchange. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, I absolutely understand. Um, Okay. Okay. So how long did it take you from start to finish when you first sort of, I guess, made the very first start on designing the deck? How long did it take from start to finish? About three years. About three years.
1: That's a long time.
0: Did you draw them by hand?
1: No, no. I originally started another tarot deck right before that, but it fell through. My spirit was no longer aligned with it. It just didn't, it felt like I was going against the, t- the tide rather than with it, you know? It was just, it was just not aligned. So I threw that, I kind of just deaded that project. And then I started this one about three years ago. Um, I did it secretly. <laughs> um, I hired an artist, a group of artists um and we it took about three years uh, start to finish it was a lot of things um the keywords like you said I had to narrow it down I think that wasn't the e- um that was probably the easiest but it's like writing about each card on top of that it comes with a guidebook but it's it's a book you know it's a book sure about um, detailing how to read tarot and breaking it down from every step by step and then breaking down every card, you know, on top of that.
0: Mm-hmm. So about three years. It's a big thing. <laughs> it's that's a big a, thing. Yeah, that's a big chunk of time. And the artists that you worked with, are they artists who were familiar with tarot? Like, how did you explain to them how you wanted the cards No, to they wasn't. <laughs> that was another. They're not familiar with
1: tarot. I gave them a right away deck, different pictures of the right away deck. And I then I had to I was like basically teaching, teaching them tarot (laughs) and the meanings of (laughs) each card so they could understand my vision and what I wanted to change on top of that. Yeah. So that was a whole process in itself, like going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. But, you know. As you spend more time with them, talking to them, then they see your vision and it gets easier, you know, towards the end. They know your style. So, yeah, um, it took me, It's this is basically about the fourth or fifth version of this deck that you're seeing now um, at its final state. But there was about four or five different versions of this one until we narrowed it down that this is what we were going to do and put it out there.
0: Wow, that's a lot of work.
1: Yeah, and then you you work full time on top of that. I was like, oh and I've got three kids. <laughs> it's so much energy, and people don't see that. People don't see how much energy and time it really takes to create. Yeah.
0: They you know, just it's see it's that little work. box at the end, and they don't realize how much has gone into it. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You you mentioned you've got three kids. Do um do are all your children sort of uh psychic or have those kind oh of yeah they um, all have
1: abilities. they all have their gifts it's so amazing because yeah well my home is like it's just like a, a, a sp- I call it like a, a little shrine you know there's just shrines everywhere mm-hmm. we're a very spiritual family here it's just it's part of our, of our lifestyle it's just us um so they all have their gifts and it's amazing like you see them all um coming into their gifts like jeremy um he's the dreamer of the family. Oh, he got my gift of the dreams. Like he'll come to me, yeah. mommy. I had a dream. And it's so detailed. It's so vivid. It's so much alive, you know, with color. And it's it's definitely what I was speaking about or what I was thinking about, or something that's gonna happen. And it was and it's something always of importance. So that's his gift. Um mm-hmm. Stella, Stella's really uh she's just, she's just pure psychic. I mean, she knows things that's going to happen. She'll just say, and it's so innocent because she's only five, right? It just comes Mm -hmm. out, we're always in shock. And Starlene is the medium. Starlene speaks to spirits, sees spirits, smells of them, all of that. She's like more of the medium. So it's really, it's, it's like a magical thing. It's just, I'm so proud. And I just hope that, you know, that they will follow along when they're older. If they don't, then that's fine too. That's their
0: choice. But, yes, they all have gifts. <laughs> they do. That's, that's so interesting. You know, I think over the years, you know, I've spoken to a lot of people whose children do have, you know, sort of these psychic faculties in one way or another. And, mm-hmm. you know, and also, you know, I was a child that had psychic faculties. But I grew up in a family that wasn't spiritual, that wasn't religious. And like, I didn't know until I was an adult that not everybody, you know, had the same kind of experiences as, as I did. Um, so it's to me like I'm fascinated by families that were the young that where the young people are in, encouraged to grow in their faculties and yeah. not um, told oh you're imagining things or it was just a dream oh, that yeah. kind of thing. Completely did I imagine entirely. that you grew Completely. up in, in that kind of environment as well? Well, I grew
1: up. I I feel like my my family grew up in everything, but I did grow up. Is it's how I started reading the cafe. Um, Tasa yes. de Cafe first, which is a coffee cup. Yes. My mother will always have I don't even know why religion. i am just I just stay Christian, but <laughs> very liberal. Um, because I grew up in Bushwick, Brooklyn, and in Bushwick we just incorporate everything. Like we do. We believe in everything, you know. Um Orisha. Um, the Catholic church, um, the regular Christian church, you know, then we have all spirit guides and we serve them too when you go into our house. So we're just probably not religious, <laughs> but just like kind of spiritual. Um, yeah. but I grew up as a Christian, but my mother was very into the cult and spirituality. And she would always have um, people, um, come over and read for her, her friends and serve the spirits and stuff. And she still does, you know, all the saints. So I grew up in an environment like that. So she would have people come over and they would read the coffee cup. And then one day she was, um, the woman, her friend, like, come over, you know, I call her my tia, but she probably wasn't because in Puerto Ricans, everyone's a tia and a tío. Mm -hmm. even if they're not related (laughs) Mm -hmm. and she's like come and read this for me and I was like read what?" she's like just look into the cup and just tell me what you see you know it was just and I was like whatever I just took the cup and I started reading it she was like oh my god you know she has the gift and she will come over often more often and she would teach me and that's how it all started then got into the tarot and that's how it, it was do you yeah. remember the first time you um, handled a tarot deck? And I don't, kind of. <laughs> I don't know if that was the first time I touched the one, mm-hmm. um, but I know what my first tarot deck um, was. It was the Witch's Tarot. The one from oh, 007. Oh, yeah, that's a lovely deck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that one. That was my first tarot deck. And I was kind of creeped out about it because it wasn't the right away. way. It didn't have all this imagery. Um, yeah. It was the pipes, you know, just six wands yeah. or six sticks, and it, it was like that. So,
0: yeah, that was yeah, a lot of people time. find yeah, a lot of people find that style of deck harder to read with. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I read with the um, Crowley deck, the Alistair Crowley deck. Oh wow, you're you're a brave yeah, soul. Uh, <laughs> look, I've used it for a really long time, but that too has a, like a, a key word at the bottom mm-hmm. of each each um card and it has you know just six sticks or six cups or whatever um but yeah that's a deck that really speaks to me um other than your deck
1: yeah it took him 10 years to come (laughs) to
0: um, create that deck 10 years you know have you seen have you seen the correspondence between him and the lady who created the art There's like a whole series of letters that they wrote back and forth to each other about his instruction to her on how to create it, her response to him. It's really interesting. I'll see if I can find it and I'll send you a link. It's so interesting. Well, it's 10 years.
1: Yeah, Mm -hmm. a decade
0: of just drawing each picture. That's so much went into it too. It's it's very intense. It's very intense. What would you, if you were going to create another deck, what would you do differently this time?
1: Which I do have planned. Um mm.
0: <laughs> What
1: would I do differently this time? Oh my goodness, there's a lot of things. Okay, so I think the first thing that I would do differently. Hmm. I would be more, I think organization. You understand? Mm-hmm. Uh I think that would something that I it's, it's something that could just make people run away because there's so much information at once. I think being more organized with my marketing strategies um, Mm -hmm. and have them really set, you know, that's something I would definitely do. I I just would write things down and they'll just be a pile of papers and I'll lose the pile of papers and (laughs) have to research something all over again. So Mm -hmm. I would definitely um, do that. Do that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And if what would you what advice would you give people who are interested in creating their own decks? Hire a professional
1: to teach you the ropes. I mean mm. um hire a professional like really hire a professional. I feel that people think they could just uh, create a Kickstarter and uh, a tarot deck and have uh, just wing it on their own. It's like someone running a business. They see people on You know, Facebook or whatever, running a business, they like, well, let me just copy what she's doing. I could do that, but there's a lot of things in the background that you don't know, and strategies that could really help and push you along the way fastly. I hired my um, coaches was Lisa. Um, she wrote the um, did the mermaid tarot and Pam she did the crystal unicorn tarot so they really were my coaches on creating this tarot deck um, and how to run a kickstarter you know before after all of that you know and I hired them and they really helped me you know come up with strategies and things like that and how to do this successfully so when um the kickstarter launched it just it just broke it just it went crazy it really you know
0: yeah yeah it,
1: amazing amazing and i was just so happy so hire someone who knows the ropes don't try to wing it on your own and i, I feel like it's going to be much harder if you do that you know and you could be just more successful if you already hired someone who's been there and done that and have the experience to teach you
0: that will yeah. be my number High one advice. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's worth it. And I, Yeah. And I noticed with the deck, you've actually got two versions of the deck, um, the standard mm. deck and also one that you've called the diverse deck. Can you explain why you decided to create the two different decks? Okay. So
1: the two different decks. So one of them, um, the Simplicity Tarot version, is just they don't have no facial color, right? Um at all. I did that purposely, me and my artist. Um, we were like people too much into racism and stuff, you know. And we're like, how about we just eliminate that and just make them with no skin color um yeah. at all? And it was just it, it it just made everything so clean looking, right? Mm-hmm. Um, simplicity tarot. It was really just simple. Um and it came out really nice. And then we're we were into some comments. The comments were like well, you know, not everyone's white-skinned. And We're like, no, they're not white-skinned. They just have no color. And mm-hmm. we're like, well, let's just create one with different diversities, you know, just to hit everybody. So we changed literally the face, the faces, the hair, the skin color, um, nationalities, and the other one. And we're like, let just people pick and choose which one they want. So mm-hmm. they're... they're that's how that went. Um, also, U.S. Games, um, also, we, they took over the device version, um, and it's going to be published by them, too. So they really like really? that idea. Yeah,
0: that's so they, right. It was, a, it was the diverse one that they picked up that they're yeah, going to publish. The diverse one, yep. They picked that's it up amazing. and
1: contract signed and everything. So probably by, I'm guessing, maybe the, the end of this year or early next year they will be around Barnes and Nobles (laughs) flying around. So, yeah, it's interesting because I think people (laughs) I read for them, too. Um, I do their um, I do their trade shows. I'm their reader for their trade shows in New York City. And that's Mm -hmm. all people come up to us. I want to know how to read. Is it okay to read? You know, (laughs) I don't really know how to read, but I would like to learn how to read. I wish I could. So after hearing all of these, they were like, we need to create a deck that people can read easily, <laughs> you
0: know, like they would just buy it. And there you go. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's just congratulations. I just think this is, is such a great effort on your behalf. And I can see how, you know, your lovely spirit guide, I can see her hand in this mm-hmm. with her guidance and direction. I, I, so thank you to your spirit guide as well for for oh. bringing this to everybody.
1: Yeah. <laughs> she's like probably here yeah
0: (laughs) this this is exactly what she wanted
1: this is what exactly what she wanted she wanted to bring everyone together not just a a specific culture just everybody you know and I think it was important um in the guidebook it was she it's just not her it just talks about connecting with your spirit guide like uh, uh add a card into the tarot deck that says hey your spirit guide is trying to reach out to you. It's trying to connect with you, you know, open yourself down. Don't deny that push, that sensation you're feeling, you know, take some time and spend more time with them, you know? Um, so I think it was an extra card that I just needed to add to the deck too, you know, because we have spirit guides that always wanted to connect with us. And I think this was a Revy kind of in your face where saying, hey, your spirit guides are trying to reach out to you, pay attention to them. Um, and the extra added card I added, I don't know if you saw this one, it's called the spiritual cleansing card. And it's okay. a card of yeah, limpieza. So it's also, I think, uh, a card that people needed to see about ridding negativity. Maybe you want to do a cleansing. Maybe the person got negative energy around them. Maybe they need to do some feng shui and rearrange things, but they need to kind of break some kind of negative pattern or, you know, musty energy around them. Um, so mm-hmm. I think it was another way of saying, like, in your face, come on, you know, cleanse yourself of the negative vibes that surround you because you have them. And I thought it would yeah. be just a nice touch, right, <laughs>
0: to add to a yeah, deck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's it's wonderful to have these um, unique cards that just kind of, again, it's another thing that sort of differentiates your deck um, from other other decks. I think one of the beauties of Oracle cards, I think, is that they have, Um, sort of a very like a a unique range of different cards for different meanings and things like that because I think sometimes with the tarot you can well I speak for myself sometimes I get a little bit bogged down in like the meanings because I've been look like you I've been looking at these cards for 20 years and sometimes I think I just feel a little bit blank and I think I might pull an oracle card and that will go oh yeah that's just it so I think having those extra cards that are unique to yours and unique to how you work spiritually, it can only be a, a plus and something that will, people will find even more interesting and make them want that tech even more.
1: Yeah, and no, make them just um, – I, I like oracle cards because you could put always your your own spin on what it means, you know. Mm. Um, yeah. So I, I, I loved adding that too, you know. But what it can mean, a cleansing for me can mean something else from someone else. I like spiritual class, but they could like save, (laughs) you know, or maybe they're talking about the circle of friends they're around too. so it can mean a lot of things, and when you like add it with the tarot, it's just, I've been reading with both of them together, and it's just, forget it, you can tell specifically, so the spiritual, I mean, um, the cleansing card is next to like the emperor. So it's like, OK, maybe you need to kind of cleanse the area or, you know, there's some icky vibes with the people you work with or in your organization or at work. You know, you would think things like that. So it's good when you combine those cards.
0: Yeah, I think it's a big plus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. OK. Well, I think this is probably a good spot to wind up. I have so enjoyed talking to you and I've got so many more questions I'd like to ask you. (laughs) It was very interesting. (laughs) I'm so happy to connect with you. Thank you so much. Yeah. Well, thank you. Hopefully we can have another chat and I can ask you even more questions. Yeah. Um, But now if you could um, let people know how can they get a reading with you and how can they get a hold of the Simplicity Tarot? Okay, so to get reading with me,
1: it's tarotbyemily.com. And remember, my name is spelled E-M-I-L-I-E because my mother likes things extra fancy. So that's <laughs> tarotbyemily.com. And the Simplicity Tarot, you just type Simplicity Tarot and kickstart it. It will just pop up right there. So, Or you can visit my Facebook page, um, Tarot by Emily, Emily Muniz. It just pops up real quickly but simplicity tarot is on kickstarter right now and it's running until march 22nd of 2020 all the tools purposely chosen <laughs>
0: okay well thank you so much you're it's so been great welcome. talking to you you too um,
1: you have an amazing day mm-hmm. you too
0: thanks emily bye-bye you're welcome Bye bye. Thank you for joining me on the Craft Podcast. This is Alison Jean and you can find my page on Facebook at TerraCraft, that's T-A-R-O-T-C-R-A-F-T. And you can also join the private group, TerraCraft Group.